the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them. So welcome to the Instructor Podcast, where every week we speak to leaders, experts, innovators and game changers from inside and outside the industry, looking at ways we can help develop our business, looking at ways we can help develop our health, self and wealth and as always i really really appreciate you listening and i hope you gain something from these shows whether it's just stopping you being bored between lessons or whether it's you gain knowledge or even sometimes a little bit of companionship and if you are enjoying these shows or even if this is your first time listening i want you to take a moment now to go and subscribe so stop what you're doing now unless you're driving in which case pull over and then do this click pause on the show and click subscribe. Go do it now. And I'm guessing that's done. So that's brilliant. That's going to drop these into your feed every week. So every Sunday you'll get the instructor podcast. And I would say most, most midweeks you'll get a bonus episode of the green room where we're talking about the current affairs going on within the industry. Speaking of current affairs within the industry, that's what we're going to be talking about today because it's a little bit of a different show today. Instead of having one guest or one or two guests that come on and I interview, I've actually got 12 because I spent the weekend down in Coventry at the Instructor Expo and I went around and spoke to a lot of different people that I met there, people like Ian McIntosh of Red, Lynn Barry of the ADINJC, um, the My Drive type guy, all these people, and we've got some smashing clips to come through. But the other thing I want to do on this episode is talk a little bit about the positive side of the industry, the 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 good side, because I think we're really guilty of, as an industry and as people of, of always looking at the negative, always looking at the bad thing. And we need to do that, obviously. We can't ignore it. But we look at the recent standards check fiasco. We look at the, uh, you know, the B&E test being scrapped. You know, all this kind of stuff. Or we look at, you know, do we think we've been given enough support? And yes, there's time and there's place, and we should address those points. But let's just take a moment, today's episode, to look at the good side of the industry. I'm going to start by talking some of the resources we have. So I spoke to the My Drive Time gang. I spoke to Gorodi, who you've heard on this show before, and other people like that. And how awesome is it that we have access to this? You know, I've only been doing this this job five years, but you know, it wasn't that long ago when you wouldn't have had access to online stuff. It would have all been paper diary. And I know a lot of people still use paper diary. But how awesome is it that you now have a choice? You know, you can choose to use a paper diary or you can choose to go online or or download one of the apps or whatever it is. How awesome is that? The other thing I would say, there's, there's other things like Marmalade and all these other companies online that provide these excellent resources that we can use. And I think that's just marvelous. I think it's important that we take a step back and almost acknowledge all this wonderful stuff we've got access to. Now, yes, a lot of people will frown at it and a lot of people will say we don't need it. And we don't always need it, but it still benefits us. So I think it's brilliant. Even, and I've said this a whole host of times, even like the podcasts we've got available now, the YouTube channels we available, we've got all these training resources online that are just brilliant. And yes, There are people that will say we don't need them, but how brilliant is it that we have the option to use them? And that's the key. It's not that we're forced to use them. 
we've got the choice to use them. So again, let's look at the diary management apps. There's loads out there. You've got Total Drive and GoRody and MyDrive, and there's probably others that I'm forgetting. But how great is it that we've got this choice? And if, for example, you were using my drive time, but for whatever reason, you decided to go to GoRody or Rated Driving or, or whatever the options are, that's completely fine. You've got that choice. Now, even if they did the exact same thing and you could just choose one based on color preference, how great is that? You can open an app that's your potentially your favorite color or one that you like looking at or one that's just more suitable for you. So on that positive note, let's go and take a listen to some of the guys that I've just mentioned. So I'm now joined by Dan Hill of My Drive Time and also a new committee member of the INJC. Um, how are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. Tired. Um, yeah, I don't think I've stood consecutively for this much as well. Probably since the last show, to be honest. It's, uh, it's, uh, been, it's been a brilliant day. It's been really busy from the off. Um, so yeah, just really excited. Awesome. Yeah, I'm catching you at the tail end of the show now. It's, it's half past two, so yes. wearing down a little bit. How do you think it's gone today? Um, I think it's. I'm really. I think the thing I'm most surprised about is the amount of people that have braved coming out uh, to a mass event like this and, and taking part. And it, again, it gives you that uplifting spirit that people are getting back to normal, I guess, and, and, and not worrying, you know, really worrying too much about it, which is good. Um, for us personally, um, it's been, uh, yeah, just really busy from from the off. Um, everyone just wanting to be involved and, and learn more about what they're doing, which is which is super exciting because. You know, what, what are you doing that's super exciting? Well, it's, you know, we've been, so we launched My Drive Time in 2014. Uh, so we've had our existing solution, obviously we've built upon it, but it's been broadly the same solution for the last seven years. Uh, it's stood us well, um, and, uh, you know, we've built up a really loyal following of, of customers that have used it. But, you know, technology evolves and, and how people use, uh, not only the capability of it, but how people use it has evolved. Um, and uh, it's, uh, this year has been really about adapting to that adapting to, to the technology changes the uh, lessons we've learned from from our customers and the feedback they've given us over the years um, and our own ideas and sort of implementing those so we're, we're on the cusp of launching a new version of my drive time so version 2.0 um, and uh, you know and, and we're really excited about it because it's just full of all of the features that people have been asking for for, for, for the last seven years um, yeah, and we think it's going to set us in a really good position. Well, I'm going to say this quite loud for a reason. Yeah. So why should people come to my drive time yeah. rather than others like GoRody, for example? Yeah, look, I mean, I think that all of the, all of the um, providers are going to take us, have a slightly different take on what they do. Um, I think they should come to us because we're the intelligently instructed professional support provider of the year. So we've demonstrated how, you know, we're not just an app. We have support and love and care on the other end of a phone or email or live chat or whatever it might be and for me it's really important because a lot of people especially in this industry are a little bit worried about technology and how to adapt it they're very wedded to their paper diary so you know coming to us we get put that arm around them and just sort of say look you know tech you're learning a piece of text like learning to drive you know if there's a reason why you're going to do it then then uh, you just focus on that you don't have to learn every piece of technology in the world you know it's not about that um, but yes, yeah, so I think I think ultimately we're the original. We're the guys who came first. Um, we've learnt the most over the last seven years, uh, and like I say, the new with the new app especially, all of that will get put into practice now, and then people can judge us based on that. Um, you know, everything we do is innovative. It's all from our brains, and you know, we're not really looking at the competitors and worrying too much about that. Uh, we'll just play our own game and, and, and hope that we do you know, 
what's right for our instructors and my wife who is in, who is an instructor herself so you know I've got the vested interest of making sure that whatever we deliver helps her because if it doesn't I end up in the doghouse awesome so, yeah. um, and then just last question what would you say to anyone that hasn't attended the exposition um, I would say I would say that they it's difficult it's, it's not a judging thing um, but I think that I, I think getting immersed in events like this is really important. It's very easy as a driving instructor to get siloed and kind of feel um, isolated from the industry and everybody in it. Um, I'm hoping that people who've come here today and listened to me speak and a load of the other speakers uh, do their pitches have helped people go away feeling inspired. So I think that you know, it's not just about coming out and looking at stands and trying to avoid the gaze of the people that want to talk to you. It's, it's, it's about knowing what's out there for you and, and, and being surprised by that, but also learning from the speakers and just, I don't know, feeling part of an industry where otherwise you might typically be well away. So I'd definitely say, look, if you can do, uh, come and talk to people and just get a feel for what they do. Awesome. Well, thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. Absolute pleasure. Thank Brilliant. you. Brilliant. Nice meeting you. Yes, thank you. Uh, so I'm now joined by Phil Paul of Marmalade. How's your day going at the, uh, the Expo today? Very well. Yeah, it was uh, nice and busy to, to start off with. Um, starting to taper off a little bit now, but... Uh, uh, it's been really good. You're getting lots of inquiries from Mamelodi? Absolutely, yeah. We've had plenty of uh, people sign up to the, to the network. Uh, it's, com- it's completely free, so why not? Definitely. Um, the competition's been an absolute hit as well. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of interest in the uh, in the gla- in the uh, thermal mugs. Yeah. Well, yes, I've got my own those. Um, <laughs> and you've just sparked my interest because I didn't know about the, the link at the website. Just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, as a member of the Marmalade Network, uh, you have an option to uh, have a, a Marmalade link which goes on your website, uh, your social media, even an email or text messages, however you want to send it. Uh, and you can just copy and paste it in there. Uh, we've got some banner images to make it a little bit more appealing. And essentially, um, it cuts out the middleman for having to hand out the booklets that we offer. Um, if a... Um, a student clicks the link on your website and you, uh, they go away and then come back a week later and then decide to carry on. Even if they go directly to our website, it'll still be linked to the instructor because um, it just remembers the previous. So what, what's the benefit of the instructor of that? Uh, so obviously our main, our main appeal of Marmalade Network is that we do the uh, commission-based affiliate scheme. Um, so on the different products that Marmalade offers, uh, we have uh, various commissions that the uh, instructors can earn just by simply informing their students that we exist as an option for them. Cool. And um, lastly, what would you say to anyone that hasn't come to the Expo this year? Uh, I can highly recommend it. Um, at the very least, you're going to learn uh, lots of things about the industry uh, and meet lots of interesting people. And uh, it's, just, it's just a wonderful atmosphere to be a part of. Awesome. Well, thanks for spending a few minutes today. It's my pleasure. So we're still at the Expo, and I'm joined today by Oliver of Rated Driving. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Yeah, it's a great event. Good stuff. Why is it great? What's great about the event? This is the first event that we've been to of this particular kind, and in the run-up to the event, it was a big question on how many driving instructors are going to be turning out. Are we going to get the 700 or so as we did last time, or is it going to be more, is it going to be less? Brilliant turnout. We've had a great response to our app. And so we really can't complain. We've had lots of people sign up in order to download it. And so for us, that was really the main objective for today. Brand awareness and get people to download the app. And we've succeeded pretty well on both. Yeah. I think considering the, the COVID and the recent stuff of fuel, I think the turnout's pretty good. Um, you mentioned your app there. Tell us about it. What is it? Okay. So a really high-level summary would be... As a business, what we do is we're a matching platform. We're a matching platform between learner drivers and driving instructors. 
learner drivers come onto our website, they say they're looking for a driving instructor, gear type, and whereabouts they're based. Driving instructors set up an account, say how far they're willing to drive. If they match that particular learner, they can apply for the job if they like the look of it. If they don't like the look of it, then they can just reject it. It's perfectly fine. There's no costs in terms of uh, taking on a learner or accepting a learner, no lead fees, no contracts, nothing like that. All that happens is for every uh, hour that the learner driver buys, we deduct a small commission from it. Cool. Well, we spoke previous to uh, him recording. We said you might come on to a full episode, so uh, we can go into more detail there. But what would you say to anyone that hasn't come to the expo this year? I would say definitely come next year. If there was any reservations or uncertainties as to what it was going to be like, turnout, quality, supplier base, speeches, it's ticked the boxes on all fronts. So I'd definitely say to come again next year. Awesome. Well, thanks for sparing us a few minutes. No problem at all. So we're still at the Instructor Expo and I'm joined by uh, Michael Carr of GoRoady. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm having a great time. Having a great time, good. How's the store going? Very well. We've got like a good location like at the very start uh, of the Expo, so we get to see everyone coming in and uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm really happy. Like, very busy, good conversations, positivity all around. I think you're drawing up some business. I think so. I think we've got a, a fair good amount of people coming through the up and right in front of us and really impressed of what we're demonstrating. Yeah. Excellent. Go on, 30 seconds to promote yourself. Do it. Right, so um, GoRoady Pro is uh, the newest digital app for driving instructors, which uh, has got a host of whole new features uh, that are all in the app. Everything is in the app. No need for any web portal. Everything's there for you, uh, including repeat lesson reminders, um, new lessons, daily test pro integration inside our app. Um, as well as reflective logs for a product and business that responds to instructors constantly innovating week on week. So our, um, our app has big releases every single week uh, and we listen to instructors and making changes. For example, some instructors want to make edit, uh, terms and conditions editable in our app. We're releasing that next week because we listen to our instructors and that's the kind of business that we are. So come download GoRoady Pro and it is Download Gory Pro, it is two months free and it's £10 a month uh, if you download it in the month of October. So awesome. yeah, it's brilliant uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you guys download it. Cool. Oh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, any, any other final words for, for the listeners? Um, no, I hope yeah, you guys are having amazing business at the moment and make sure that you're taking care of yourselves. In fact, one more question. Why should people come to the Expo next year? Because um, it's a great way to meet, uh, like, see industry specialists meet other instructors and learn about what's going on in the industry. It's important to stay up to date what's happening. At some point, someone's going to answer that question with because you get to appear on the Instructor Podcast. <laughs> Eventually. One, next year. <laughs> Sorry. Cheers for taking a couple of minutes. No worries. Thanks very much, Terry. So, really appreciated those guys taking a, a moment of their time. And as you probably noticed, that was during the expo. So all that background noise is the 700 people milling about as, as we're talking and, and you know these guys are in the middle of presenting in the middle of their stalls and, and they're taking a few minutes to give me a, a bit of time so I really appreciate that and also I want I want to mention right back at that first clip when I spoke to Daniel Hill you'll have heard me say that I'm shouting about GoRoady for a reason and that was because Michael Carr of GoRoady had just turned up next to us so I kind of threw Daniel under the bus a little bit there but he took it in good humor so we're all good um but yeah you can see there it's just really really positive and great that we've got um that many options and i said that before but it's it's not just those resources of different apps and 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 different software we've got we've also got people that are offering different services we've got 
it, it's not just you turn up for a driving lesson and you do your driving lesson anymore. Yes, some instructors do do that. I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong, but we can do so much more. Uh, so that we've got some people coming up who do that at the minute, whether it's San Harper that's providing mindfulness for their students uh, and for other instructors. She does all that training. We've got access to go and do that. Whether it's people like Lee Jowett and Bob Morton or Tri Coaching or any one of, of those trainers, Lou Walsh, who's been on the show, who are providing all these additional resources where you can go and get one-to-one -one training or standards check training or mentioned with Lou Walsh when she was on the show about the big learner relay. Whether it's Rob Cooling that's talking about electric vehicles or John Rogers that's providing support for, for instructors that are looking after um, you know, SEN students or, or whatever the case may be. We're in this wonderfully privileged position where we don't just have to teach people to drive the way we've always taught them to drive. There's so many more resources and people we can speak to. Why not ask your student when they get in the car, do you want to take a minute to have a grounding session that San Harper can help you? Why not have discussions about what will happen after your test? You know, it's just... I just think it's a wonderful time where we can go and just take advantage of these resources. And yes, they're not all free. Lots of them you have to pay for. We understand all that. But that's why no one's saying you have to do them. That's why no one's saying you have to do them all. You know, pick and choose. Pick the ones that interest you. Try it. And if you try it and you don't like it, that doesn't mean it's wrong. It means it's not for you. There are some things that I've tried over the years that I haven't continued with. I'm sure there are people that listen to this podcast and turn off and never come back to it. I don't have a problem with that. I want people to try it. And I'm not everyone's cup of tea. This podcast isn't everyone's cup of tea. But I want people to try it. And I want the people that like it to tell me what I can do better and to shout about it and to spread the word and tell me what they want to appear on the show. So I've taken a slight tangent with what I was saying there, but yeah, tell me what you want on this show. Tell me the guests you want. Tell me the features you want. Tell me whether you want more of these sort of episodes with, with short clips or whether you like the long form ones. But going back to what I was saying, how awesome is it that we now got this vast array of people that are providing a vast array of services? So Again, let's take a minute to listen to a few more. All right, so I'm now joined by San Harper. Evening, San. How are you today? Hi, Terry. I'm really good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. And you're fresh, hot off the heels of your uh, your presentation. How did you find that? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was lovely, and it was lovely to see the full room. I was really, really pleased. Yeah, I didn't yeah. quite know what to expect, but yeah, it was nice. I think people got from it because there were people hanging about talking to you afterwards. So that's always yeah. a good sign. Yeah, it was lovely. Good stuff. How have you found the, the day all together at the Expo? I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's been really lovely to see people like yourself, Terry, in the flesh. Because obviously everything's been online, hasn't it, for so long. And you kind of, you get to know people kind of, um, have a few exchanges with people. But it's just so good to just stand in front of somebody and just talk to them. Yeah. So it's been lovely to meet a few people 
yeah, it's been really good. It was interesting because we had a moment today where you meet people and you don't, how do I greet these people? Is it a fist bump? Is it a gentle hug? Is it a hug? Come on, give us a hug, Terry. Come on, give us a hug. Have that moment where, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> seeing people for that long. Um, is there anything from the show, aside from your wonderful presentation, obviously, but is there anything else from today that you've seen that you particularly enjoyed or stood out for you? Um, anything that I particularly I really enjoyed, um, it was interesting, David Crundle's, Professor David Crundle's talk about VC virtual... VCR yeah. um, had a perception that was interesting. Um, the lady that spoke about, I'm terrible for remembering the names, about facial expressions, that was interesting as well. Um, yeah, it was kind of, it was just to be honest with you, I find it hard in a way to kind of um, be decisive about where to go. Yeah. And for me, it was just, I was enjoying connecting with people, so I wasn't too strict with having to be at a certain place at a certain time. Obviously, listen to Love Day Rider and people from the DVSA. I was right at the back. That was a little bit, um, yeah, I couldn't hear that well. But you know, it's just been good to just mingle, actually, and get to know people a bit better. Cool. And what would you say to anyone that hasn't turned up today? And I mean, I know there's valid reasons for people not turning up, but you know, what would you say they've missed out on? How would you you convince them to come next year? Um, Again, I just think it's good to connect. I really do. I mean, it's a lonely job. You know, we don't see, other than at the test centre, we don't see people in the flesh. Um, I just think it's good to know that there's an industry out there that we can all we can all learn and benefit from one another. We can all support one another. And I suppose it's just meeting people and just building relationships. I think it's, if that, you know, that alone is worth a lot, I think. Um, yeah, that's the big takeaway thing for me. Awesome. Well, thanks for giving us a couple of minutes of your time today. You're welcome, Terry. So I'm joined by Rob Cooling at the Instructor Expo. How are you today, Rob? I'm very well, thank you. Cool, are you enjoying it here today? Very much, yeah. It's nice to see lots of people around. Really good. Are you focusing on your stuff that you're doing or are you dabbling into other areas as well? No, to be honest, I think my day is going to be spent hanging around outside with the electric car bit and then nipping in briefly to do my talk. How much interest do you get in, in sort of the electric side of it now here? In terms of my own business? No, in terms of people coming to talk to you. We've definitely got an increase in curiosity from driving instructors. So a lot of the resistance that you got two years ago, I think we've moved quite a long way beyond that because the rate the technology has developed out in the last two years and the awareness of electric vehicles as the market has so dramatically increased is, yeah, a very different audience to a couple of years ago. Do you think the way people are asking you is different? Do you think it's more sort of a genuine inquiry rather than this won't work because of? Yeah. Yeah, we've gone from fairly heavy resistance with reasons why it will never work to considerations on when it might be the right time for different individuals to make that switch. So quite a shift in mindset. I mean, there's still going to be some who understandably are set in an aggressive stance where for them it's not something they're interested in. And that's fair enough. I like the word user as aggressive because I think that, that there's, there's almost two types of people that don't want to go electric. There's, there's, there's one type that just enjoy the combustion engine yeah. and there's the other type that's like, no, this will never work. You know? Yeah, 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 it's totally valid. I mean, I, I always say I've no interest in trying to convince someone to go electric who's not interested in electric. You know, my interest in is people who are curious, people yeah. who have got questions. Well, I was a little curious when you appeared on the podcast uh, on season one that my curiosity grew. Uh, I penciled in 2024, I think, for my change. Brilliant. Um, Hopefully all being well, but we'll see how that goes. Um, What would you say to anyone that hasn't attended the Expo this year? 
Oh, goodness. I, I would say this is well worth attending. Um, I mean, I've been to many different conferences in the past before the expo was set up in 2019. And this is quite different. Because it used to be you all just sat in a room and someone at the front of the room just talked to you. Whereas um, this gives you more options and there's lots of walking around as well, which is uh, always good. And you select for yourself the different kind of things that you'd like to go and listen to. So I think this is a big step forward in how we do conferences. I think that's really key, actually, because it's my first time here wandering around. It's just you can pick and choose where you're going. Yeah, yeah. And also no one's... well. One person has been pushy. Come to this store, come to this store, they will remain nameless. Um, but yeah, so no, cheers for spending a couple of minutes with us. Not today. a problem. Cool. So I'm now joined by Lee Joe. Uh, how are you finding today, Lee? Uh, it's been really good so far. Um, nice to see some familiar faces. Um, I'm here promoting uh, Diane Hall's workshop that I'm hosting in Manchester in December. Um, so that's been good. A lot of interest um, in the workshop and also just getting about and seeing some different you know other people's workshops and people that I know so definitely I mean I had Diane on the show a couple of weeks ago and she was brilliant I've never communicated with her before and it was like um, yeah that was new yeah <laughs> she's such an easy person to to speak to and to sort of get used to and yeah she's real why should people attend Diane's workshop if that's what you're promoting why should they go um I think personally I think that there's so much that people don't know that they don't know um, and if you go to a Diane Hall workshop then you'll learn a lot about things that you don't already know and those things will be really beneficial to you as a driving instructor if I'm guessing that's what people listening will be mainly um, but also to your pupils and to their pupils so um, it's just phenomenal and, and it's always changing and updating so I'm going to be attending it obviously because I'm hosting it um, but as Diane said to me last night it's totally different it's completely new so even if you've done it before go and do it again yeah yeah have you um, since you've been here today have you seen any of the talks you go into any of them or? I've been and seen Ray Seagraves because um, I know Ray through tri-coaching um, so I went to see Ray's it was really good really really interesting um, I was hoping to see Kevin Tracy Fields um, but they've already done and so I've missed it uh, and then there's obviously the DVSA this afternoon that I think everybody's really interested we like trying to grab a seat really <laughs> standing room only I must admit I think Ray's I'm starting to refer to Ray as the daddy everyone I speak to it's Ray, Ray. <laughs> yeah it was really good it was fascinating so, what would you say to anyone that hasn't come today I think you've missed out I think this is a good day for everybody to get together especially this year you know since we can all get together. It's really nice. It's nice to see you. Um, not on Zoom. Yeah. yeah. Actual not, people. Yeah, actual people. Nice to actually meet you. And, um, you know, just, just meet people, see people, say hello to people again. But also, you know, there's a lot there's a lot to be gained from just, just you know, it's a Sunday. Get up here. Cool. Well, thanks for taking a couple of minutes to talk to us today. No worries, Terry. Nice to see you. So I'm now joined by Ian McIntosh of Red. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. Excellent, thank yeah. you for joining me for a few minutes. How are you mm. found today at the Expo? Oh, it's been fantastic. So great to be back in the field, as it were, and meeting friends and colleagues in the industry. It's been tremendous, wonderful day, and uh, some great stands, great products to see, uh, and great talks to listen to. Anything in particular stand out for you? Well, it's fantastic that uh, Love Day Rider came, the DVSA chief executive, because to come down and commit that time on a Sunday uh, to support the industry, I think that was really good, really good. And of course, there were several people from the DVSA here, 
Um, but great to see the chief, the chief executive come out. Anything that she says stand out for you in particular? Or? Well, um, you know, I, I absolutely I spoke to her privately a couple of times as well, and the the uh, the fact that the um, the backlog is such a difficult challenge. You know, look at it through her eyes, through the DVSS perspective of trying to deal with a problem that they didn't cause, but now we've got 450,000 people in the backlog. It is very difficult for them to do much about this, and it's going to take a long time to clear. She knows it, they know it, and I have some sympathy from, from, you know, from her perspective on that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you spending a little bit of time with me now, but lastly, is there anything you'd say to anyone that hasn't turned up today? Well, I think you missed a good day out, look at <laughs> I know it's been a sunny day, but it's been sunny in here too. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, a great advert for the industry that so many of you did come. Uh, it's been very, very busy. I think the people who were exhibiting have really enjoyed it with so many visitors. And uh, where were you? You should have been here. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time. I know you. it's been a busy day and good all round. Yeah, thank you. I think that one of the things that I noticed uh, from the export, I've noticed this over the past year, really, is how generous people are with their time. So as you heard there, you've got people like Rob Coolin and San Harper and Lee Jow and even Ian McIntosh who are just happy to talk to me for a few minutes. And I got the impression with everyone that I spoke to on the day that they would have happily given up 10, 15, 20 minutes of their time to sit down and have a chat with me. That was never the intention. You know, I appreciate that they're down there for the day. Plus, I wanted to go see some stuff as well. So I wanted to kind of just get some little snippets from everyone. But I think it's massive. And, and again, look at the positives within the industry. There's that many people that are just willing to help. And yes, I can hear the naysayers. I can hear it. Yes, they'll only help so much and they'll charge you. Obviously, that, that's common sense. It would be stupid not to. But... You know, I get people messaging me asking for help. It might just be asking for a question or for podcast advice or instructor advice or business advice or anything. And I'm always happy to help. And I think it's a wonderful thing within our industry how many people are just happy to offer a few words of encouragement. You know, you look at the Facebook groups. Again, let's look at the positive side of this the Facebook groups where you go and post a question and yes, there's the abuse. Let's put that to the side for the minute. Let's put the idiots to the side. Let's put the, oh, well, you should know this. You're an instructor, brigade to a side for a minute. There's always people that are willing to answer. And I just think that's wonderful. You know, that people are willing to set up these groups or set up their pages or, or whatever, and they're willing to help. So I think it, that's another positive, but I want to take a look at a minute at the associations. You know, I've had the uh, ADR and JC on here a couple of times recently, and obviously it was their expo, but uh, as well as um, the ADR and JC, the MSA were there. I believe the DIA were there. So, you know, the, the other associations were there, as well as the DITC. And I, I the DITC, just to clarify, isn't an association. That's just to clarify that, just in case Chris Spencer or Ian Brett is listening. But... It's, I think it's great, again, that we have this choice. Yes, there's a top umbrella aspect, which is NAS, but let's put that to the side. We've got this choice, and I believe there's other smaller associations out there as well, including local ones and so on. But, again, how awesome is it? I mean, I'm using the word over and over again. We've got the choice. So if the ADINJC doesn't necessarily fill uh, the, the thing you want from association, you can go to the MSA or the DIA or whatever it is. 
you can find that somewhere you know they are a representative body and you can go and find that find what you need from one of them or subscribe to them all and then you've got all bases covered but again and they're accessible i think this is the easy thing i mentioned it just before about the the accessibility you know even if you're not a paying member you can still inquire no one you know blatantly turn you away no i'm not willing to speak to you you know again they will give you so much and then eventually you'll have to pay which is like anything i can't stress that enough and the same with the ditc the driving instructor and trainers collective you know they're not an association they stress that a lot but look what they're providing the signposting platform for the industry i think they're more than that but if that's what they're going with then that's great for them but it's the help it's the support you go to the DITC and say, I'm struggling with this. They will either help or they will provide you someone that will. You know, and it's that stuff like this is sprouting up and springing up all over. And I just think it's it's great that, again, we've got this support. We've got this choice. We've got this backup. And even if you're someone that says, I don't want it, I don't need it, I'm not willing to pay for it, surely you still must be able to step back and say, I'm still glad it's there, just in case. It's a backup. Look at the podcasts that are out there. You know, you've got Mick Knowles doing the Did podcast. You've got the, um, I forget all the chap's name, so apologies, but you've got Dipon, which has been going for 10 years. It's a granddaddy of a short podcast. And you've got me. You know, it's a free resource obviously with the Instructor Podcast. You can sign up to the Instructor Podcast Premium. Uh, which you can find at uh, patreon.com forward slash instructor, where you got loads of extra bonus content as well. You pay £10 a month, you get all sorts of stuff over there. But it's, you've got this choice, you've got this backup, you've got these wonderful, wonderful resources. So speaking of which, let's head over and we'll hear from the ADR and JC and we'll hear from the DITC. So, uh, we're at the Instructor Expo and I'm joined by Richard Spears. How are you today, Richard? I'm very good, thank you, Terry. How are you? Excellent. It's nice to meet you in person. Actual physical contact. I know, exactly. It's, it's good to actually see people in, in like, yeah. actual 3D, not over Zoom. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> it's weird because there's people I'm recognising but not actually met. It's very odd. Yeah, I'm in the same seat myself. A lot of faces I've recognised from online coming up saying hello to me and I've got to sort of take a second and go hang on do I know this person what's the name you kind of feel rude when you don't know the name but yeah it's all part of it I think everyone's in the same boat aren't they I we haven't I'm... been let out for a while have we so. no no and I've had both of them today people have said hello to me and I'm like um hi and then others I've said hello to and you can see the blanks there come back it's quite amusing how are you finding the how are you finding the expo are you enjoying it really good yeah well um I got roped into coming early this morning and helping out um, and helps everyone set up. So I've been here since six o'clock this morning, um, helping with the expressionists, setting up and handing, getting people registered when they come in and um, handing out freebies and everything like that. And, and it's a good way to get to meet people as well. So really enjoying it. At the moment, I'm looking after the workshops, so watching, watching the speakers and making sure everyone comes in and out orderly. And uh, yeah, really enjoying it. It's, it's great. Excellent. I probably shouldn't ask you this, but have you got a favourite speaker? Yes, I've just seen Ray Seagrave. He, he's great. Um, I, I know Ray back from um, when we worked together in tri-coaching. Uh, and uh, he's just a professional at what he does. He's just so good at it. It's, uh, 
it's, uh, I'm envious really I wish I was half that good he's just a true pro so yeah he's, he's my favourite no I must admit I think it's a handful of people I could sit and listen to for hours and raise one of them it's brilliant yeah. um, so for anyone that's not come to the expo today what, what would you say to them to persuade them to come next year what's wrong with you come on it's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing why wouldn't you come <laughs> No, it's. I mean, try, I mean, I know. I can understand why people are probably a little bit wary still, you know, due to what's happened. But come along, we've we've got to get back to normality now. Uh, you know, it's it's as safe as it can be, um, and and let's just let's just get on with it now. Get these uh, events going again, and uh, the classroom workshops, and let's just try and get back to normal. But don't be afraid. Come along, uh, and uh, and enjoy it, and get out of the house, and just try and enjoy yourself. Excellent. Well, cheers for taking a few minutes to talk to us today. No problem, Terry. We'll speak again. Thank you. Uh, so I'm joined now by uh, Lynn Barry, chair of the ADI NJC, and I even got that right. So how are you? Have you enjoyed the day? I've had a fantastic day. Yeah, I've been here two days, you know, <laughs> setting up, doing this today, but been well worth it. Had so many people through the door. It's been fantastic. Excellent. Have you got a personal highlight? Um, personal highlight, just meeting all the people I've not seen in absolutely ages and some of the ADIs that have attended I haven't seen in three or four years which has been absolutely fantastic, that's my highlight to be fair and also just our team working together again because we haven't seen each other either so that's been brilliant. I, I will say that on, on a personal note it's, it's all seemed really positive, you know I, I over the last two years it's, everything's been online hasn't it and there's been the you get lots of negative voice on there here it's just been really positive today. Yeah. So, did you manage to catch any of the talks or anything, or have you been too busy for that? Well, I did the DVSA talk, I yeah. did that with um, Love Day and John Sheridan on the stage. I caught Quentin's talk, which I thought was really entertaining. Um, and yes, I did listen to some of the other talks, but I've been busy sort of helping people, so I haven't made too many of them. And okay. um, I suppose, lastly, what message would you give to anyone that didn't attend today? Oh, well, please try and come to the next one uh, because we can still fit more people in. I mean, we've had a brilliant day today. Weather's been fantastic for us. And I mean, I, I don't know the final count, but I think we've had 800 plus through the door, which has been brilliant. So if you've missed it, you've actually missed quite a big event. Yeah. So do come. It was lovely to see people sitting outside in the sunshine around all the picnic tables. And it's such a nice area here. This is a great event space and we've definitely booked it again for next year yeah it's, it's beautiful and i know i said that was the last question but i'm going to ask one more um what message would you give to the people that have turned up just hope that they've really enjoyed it gone away with positive vibes they've all gone out with plenty of freebies yeah. and stuff from here hope they've enjoyed it and that they've had a great day and it, you know we've done it for them for their industry and let's just hope they've enjoyed it brilliant well thank you for your time welcome so we're now wrapping up the uh, Instructor Expo and I'm joined by uh, the marvellous, the award-winning Chris Benstead. Uh, and just before we ask you about the day, I want to ask you about your award because you have now won an award. What was it and who was it from? Hello. Um, yes, I, I was I was ambushed by the um, chairman of the IMTD, which is Graham Feast and uh, Kathy Higgins, who's the secretary, and I was presented, because I couldn't make the award ceremony, I didn't know that I'd won, uh, that highly commended for the Coronavirus um, Pandemic Award, uh, which is not as nasty as it sounds. Um, it was for the fact that I'd spent lockdown talking to instructors and supporting them through things, which was lovely to get and uh, very much appreciated. Deserved as well, I'd say, because the DITC, and in particular yourself, did do quite a lot over the last 18 months. Thank you. It's, um, you know, 
if anything we can do to help has been great and uh, there's a lot of instructors out there that have been really suffering. So. Excellent. But regarding today, how have you found the day? Yeah, today was really good. Um, lots of stands, lots of people to talk to, um, different ideas and I think it's stuff where I need to go away and think about what's right for us and what we need and what we can take from it. But being able to go shopping, if you like, and, and window shop round the expo is, uh, you know, everybody should go. Um, and if, if you haven't been before, it's free um, and it's the best way to get in touch with other instructors and you know, go with an open mind. Really good. Um, I know you haven't had a chance to go to, go to any of the talks and stuff because you've been uh, busy networking. But what would be your highlight with it? Uh, highlight of today, well, I got to meet Loveday Rider, uh, had a one to one chat with her, which was nice, and uh, just got to see loads of instructors that I haven't seen because of all of the stuff we've been going through. So it was nice to, to get face to face with some people. Cool. And what message would, as with your DITC hat on, what message would you give to anyone that hasn't come to it? And I appreciate there's just fabulous reasons, but what message would you give to people that haven't turned up to it? If you don't connect with your industry, it won't be there when you need it. So, you know, get involved, make sure that you've got those contacts. So on that rainy day when you need help, you'll know who to go and speak to. Awesome. Well, thanks for giving us a few minutes. No worries. Thank you. So... From hearing those clips, uh, at the end of the clip with Chris Benstead of the DITC, you'll hear a little voice shout up and go, hello, if uh, you can recognise that voice and tell me who that is, I'd love you to send me a message with a name and tell me who it is. If you can work it out, I'd be really amused. But as I was talking about before, you listen to what those guys are saying, uh, Richard Spears, Lynn Barry and Chris Benstead, they're talking about, use the words help, and providing this stuff for you, for the industry. And fully appreciate that not everyone can make it on a day. Fully appreciate. I nearly didn't make it for personal reasons. So, you know, not everyone's going to go. And also, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Some people would maybe rather do stuff one-to-one, -one and it's completely fine. But I can't stress enough that we've got this, this free, like, day-long event where you just get access to to leaders, innovators, experts, and game changers from within and almost in outside the industry. I mean, I love Day Rider turned up. Now, yes, she didn't answer questions on the day, but she did answer the questions that were put to her, and there was some, some interesting stuff there. But I, my personal reflection on the day was that it was the first event like that I've been to. You know, I've said before that I've only been in the game about five years, and I suppose the last two have, have been spent not being able to do anything. So. It's the first event like this I've been to, and I really, really enjoyed it. You know, it's it, it, it can get a little bit tiresome, but just when you think you're getting a little bit tired, you'll see something that catches your attention. And what I will also say, this is slightly away from the instructor side, but it's in an absolutely beautiful place. You know, there were a couple of times I just walked around back, and you've got this wonderful scenic view where there's lakes and swans and fields and trees, you know, all the pretty stuff that you look at in a certain order, it looks really nice. Um, so it was just brilliant just to be able to get outside for five minutes, get some fresh air, come back in, dive in again. It was a really, really awesome day, and uh, and I'm massively debating whether to go next year, and you'll find out why in the next clip. But it's, yes, if you can go next year, 
go. And if there's nothing physically stopping you, I really, really recommend it. it it's just a brilliant day, and I've gained so much for it. Obviously, stuff for the podcast, which I can now throw out to you. And I hope if you've listened to this, I hope that this has almost enticed you a little bit to go next year. But I've also gained on both a professional and personal level. Uh, I will be completely honest for a moment here. I, for years, have suffered with quite dramatic social anxiety. Um, crippling social anxiety at times in, in the way that I couldn't be around people one-on-one um, -on -one in an instructor car, I'm completely fine. Over Zoom, I'm completely fine. Put me in a room full of people, it, it's claustrophobia, it's genuine crippling anxiety. Um, so personally, to go down there and meet all these, in many cases, strangers, and to go up to people one-on-one -on -one and ask them, Will you spare me two minutes to record? It's a massive personal achievement for me. And if I can do it, if anyone else there is nervous about that kind of stuff, you can do it as well. So you've got the personal achievement, but also the professional one. You know, I've met loads of new people, loads of new ideas, new ideas for this show, what we can do going forward, how we can benefit you guys more, new ideas for stuff we can put behind the paywall because I can't give you everything for free. And remember, patreon.com forward slash the instructor. Um, but yeah, just to wrap up that aspect, it really, really was a brilliant day. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. My personal highlight, I love seeing Ray Seagrave in person um, in the um, his presentation. It, I really connected with it. Um, but I can't just say that because I did see a few of the shows, but I really liked... That. Do you know what I'm going to say? My personal highlight was actually meeting people. It was meeting people that I'd met over Zoom. So the likes of Ray, the likes of Rob Cooling, Sam Harper, the most adorable person in the world. Right? She come and give me a hug. There's an awkward moment where we had a pause, like, are we allowed to hug? And then she, it was just lovely. And of course, uh, massive, massive friend and supporter of the show, Chris Benson, who I had some really interesting conversations with, and a whole host of new people as well. And I'm sure I've met a lot of people off there, so I apologise. But... We're going to wrap up now with the last clip. Uh, and this last clip, I thought, relevance leaves the end because it's the the chap that organised it. That uh, He runs Intelligent Instructor, so make sure you go and sign up to that as well. But he runs Intelligent Instructor and he organised the expo, Richard Borges. Let's have a listen to what he has to say. Okay, so I'm now joined by the organiser of the expo, Richard Borges. How are you doing? Hi, how are you doing? You good? All good. So first of all, how's the day gone? Because we're talking to you now, sort of at the end of it. How's the day gone for you? Ah, uh, brilliant. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, we were obviously using 2019 as our benchmark. We couldn't do it last year because of COVID. Um, still uncertainties this year. COVID, it's still going. Uh, fuel shortages. Um, certainly nothing that we wanted to happen, but um, they've been really happy with the response. Loads of people have turned out today, which has been fantastic, been really encouraging. Probably about 750 people through the door, which is 50 people up on, on last time. And considering the circumstances, we will take that as a win. Yeah, definitely. I think that's awesome. The fuel was a big one for me because I was on an iron. I was on an iron for a little bit about whether to, to come down, but I think um, 
it died down at my installs all right. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think a few people were still nervous. And we had some emails last night. So, you know, some people can't make it because they're isolating and things. So again, we think those numbers would have been way over 800 if, if a normal situation, if not more than that. Um, but like I said, considering everything that's gone against us for this show, um, we're very happy that it's been a success and everyone seems to be leaving with a smile on their face. Are we going again next year? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Have you got dates planned in yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure I can tell you that it's probably going to be the 2nd of October. Um, that is penciled in at the moment. When we hear more in terms of confirmation, obviously you guys will be the first to know. Interesting. It's my 40th birthday. <laughs> there we go. What, what a way to celebrate your birthday. Indeed. Um, all right, so lastly, what would you say to anyone that hasn't attended this year? Um, I would say you missed a great show. Um, appreciate there's reasons why you probably couldn't be here today. Um, all I would say is speak to people that have been here. Don't take my word for it. Uh, take other people that have come, take their word for it. Um, and if you can get to next year's event, please do so because like I said, it's probably, um, I'm biased of course, but it's one of the best events that you're gonna find in our industry without a doubt. I really enjoyed it. I'll speak more about that later on, but I'm gonna ask you one more question actually, because I asked you what you'd say to the people that didn't attend. Sure. What are you gonna to say to the people that have attended? Just a massive thank you. Massive thank you for coming out today. We know again that people have been going for a hard time in the last few weeks in particular with the fuel stuff, um, and people have come from all corners of the country really. So we're just massively grateful for everyone that came and the delegates, exhibitors, everybody made it a great day for us. So yeah, just thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks for giving us a few minutes end of the day. Cool. Thanks, mate. So excellent news there from Richard Borges that the uh, previous record of 700 was just broken. And I think that's fantastic considering the, the difficulties, as he mentioned, around COVID and the fuel crisis. As I mentioned before, I almost didn't make it. Uh, I've got some serious thinking to do because on October the 1st next year, I am 40 years old and the expo is on October the 2nd. So we'll, we'll see whether I turn up or not for that one, especially after I saw the, the, the antics of a certain Chris Benstead who presented a certain Diane Hall with a 60th birthday cake this year even though Schneider is 60, but whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's been very different to what I normally do. Uh, 12 guests rather than the usual one. A lot harder to put together, oddly enough. If you enjoy these shows, uh, make sure you subscribe and go take a minute to leave us a five-star review. If you want more instructor goodness where you can look to develop more and go granular with some of the stuff we talk about, you can go get Instructor Podcast Premium content and you can find that over at patreon.com forward slash the instructor. If you want any further information on that, you can go to the link in the show notes, you can find it on my social media, or please message me. I'm happy to talk about it. Basically, for £10 a month, you get access to a whole host of other content, including coaching conversations where we do a deep dive into coaching. We have standard check checklists, which is monthly, where we We've got a trainer in every month and we're going into the different competencies around the standards check. And then we also have TES Talks, where we've got a different guest coming in to do a presentation every month. And this month that's just been released is with a lady named Annie Gendron. And she's known as a course crusher. And she does a 30-minute presentation on basically creating a course and the best ways to do it, which I know a lot of you are doing right now. It's worth it just for that. So that's patreon.com forward slash the instructor. But also want to take a minute again just to thank you for listening. Make sure you send any feedback my way. You can find me on all the socials. Um, 
easy enough to find me there. Go check the show notes for the links. And uh, yeah, hope to see you at the Expo next year if I turn up. And, uh, and, and thanks for listening. The Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook. Talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them.